It's time. We are on the rise. You've been cleared for takeoff. It's time to ascend to new heights. about uh how he went through uh this life and the struggles of life we're just so grateful that god has given us uh, this day meet me in galatians chapter 5 galatians chapter 5 galatians chapter 5 on this morning uh we are continuing our series uh, that we began on last lord's day entitled free-ish uh, everybody say free ish free ish those in the hybrid assembly say free ish amen amen free ish we are going to get into part two uh even on today uh galatians chapter five we'll run david verse number one and we'll divorce the text at verse number five be reading from the new american standard bible on this morning galatians chapter five galatians chapter five galatians chapter five if you have it say i got it if you can't find it say lord help me amen we ask you to stand if you even even if you're online we ask you to stand in the honor of reading god's word Amen. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. It should be coming up for those on the screen. Look, I, Paul, tell you that if you have yourself circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit to you. And I testify against every man who has himself circumcised that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You have been severed from Christ. You who are seeking to be justified by the law, you, somebody say you, have fallen from grace. Last verse, for though, for we through the spirit by faith are waiting for the hope of righteousness. Very succinctly and emphatically, I'm going to read it again. Verse number one says, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, tell you that if you yourselves have been circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit to you. And I testify again to every man who has himself circumcised that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You have been severed from Christ. 
you who are seeking to be justified by the law, you have fallen from grace. Last verse, for we through the spirit by faith are waiting for the hope of righteousness. If that's in your Bible, go ahead and say amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we call on you this hour as helpless, but as hopeful as we know how. God, thanking you for another day's journey, and we're glad about it. Realizing, God, that you didn't have to bring us to this day, but we're sure glad that you did. Because it is in this moment, Father God, that we have fellowship in your name. God, we pause now to pray for this servant. We ask you now, God, to empty me of myself and fill me with your spirit. That at the end of this hour, we'll be careful to give you all the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. Open up now my mouth. That my mouth will show forth thy eternal praise without adding to or taking from that which is written in Holy Scripture. Quicken us now in your word, O oh God, that we may be able to leave out of this place better. O oh God, make us better than when we logged in, walked in. However we got to this moment, God, we thank you for this preaching moment and the people to preach to. God, we love you more than words could ever articulate. Now hear our cry, oh God, because we realize it and recognize that you love us too much to hurt us and you're too wise. You will never do us wrong. This is your servant's prayer. The match is potent and powerful name of Jesus. We humbly pray. Let all of God's children shout and exclaim. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Oh, y'all go find somebody to talk to. Go tap somebody on their shoulder and say, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. I told you last time, I'm going to tell you again, that who Christ sets free is free indeed. Amen. Be seated in the presence of God. Who Christ sets free is, uh, can I preach it how I feel it? Show sure enough free. Uh, amen. Can, 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 uh, can you believe that on this morning that if Jesus sets you free, there's nobody that can change the trajectory of your life. Amen. Amen. And amen. Freedom comes at a cost. And oftentimes when we hear the word freedom, we think about liberality. We think about the ability to come and go and choose and deny and request and receive. But this morning, beloved, as we continue into our series on free-ish, uh, there's a graphic somewhere on that that, that, that we, we started this series on the last Lord's Day, free ish because i want to talk to us about how sometimes beloved we we act as if or we know that uh that we've been set free but we don't act sometimes like we got our walking papers we know that we've been set free but we sometimes don't act like we are free and so we act free ish that sometimes we're free sometimes we aren't free and 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 we sometimes have this theological perspective and we make theological implications that every time i sin 
that God kicks me out. And every time I, I repent, God accepts me back. But the Bible tells me that whoever the son sets free is free indeed. And so as we continue to build on what free means and what free represents, I told you last week that that word freedom is a two-part word, and it comes from a German word, uh, F-R-E-I, that means uh, it, it's the same root word where we get love from and we get friend from. And so we talked about freedom is being able to love freely and choose the people freely whom you're going to love. And so dealing with that, we know that sometimes when, when life happens and we don't always make the best decisions and best choices in life, sometimes our freedom gets revoked. When our freedom gets revoked, there's, there's, there, is no, there is no one who has rehearsed the narrative more than, than an ex-offender coming out of prison and, and he's facing, uh, uh, he's, he's on parole and, or he's on probation and he's facing his third strike if he goes back. And, and what this prisoner has, has rehearsed and he has articulated because he has enjoyed his freedom while he's been out, Brother Fairley, is I ain't going back. Can y'all say it in your spirit? I ain't going back. Uh, this morning, I want to deposit into your spirit using this as a subject. I ain't. Can y'all say it in your spirit? I ain't going back. I ain't going back. And now I know that sometimes uh, children of God, that those who are educated and studious and 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 uh they wrote the dictionary amen we we talk about uh, uh how how ain't shouldn't be used and, and sometimes people turn a, a blind eye or, or or look at you as if you are uneducated or unignorant when you say the word ain't but i came to tell you beloved that that ain't is actually in the oxford dictionary ain't is a is a contraction that has now become a part of our english language and don't let someone uh, make you uh confused about the use of the word because the use of the word dates all the way back to the 18th century Ain't is a contraction that can mean uh, am not or are not or is not. It can also mean have not, has not, do not, does not, or did not. Say amen. Uh, ain't apparently begins, began as amped or amped. Contraction for am not, and you can still hear this word sometimes. A M N apostrophe T. A M N apostrophe T. Uh, this word amped is still used as a contraction, even sometimes today in Ireland. You will hear uh, in Scotland. You will hear this word. The ain't is recorded in the early 1700s in the 18th century when amped, uh, uh, amp ain't, uh, ain't uh, found uh, was founded a century before. Ain't is also also influenced by art and the contraction for are not recorded was recorded in the late 1600s is ain't a word show sure enough it is and so when I what what I what I what I'm what I'm referencing here because I wanted to paint this picture for you this morning and make it practical because uh, sometimes folk will tell you that you can't use that word it's grammatically incorrect but but you shall know the truth uh, and the truth shall make you free what I came to tell you is I ain't going back once uh, I have come into the knowledge of truth uh, you can't put me back inside of a box. 
anus a perfectly valid word, but today anus considered non-standard. It's considered subpar. It is considered a low-class word or an ignorant word or non-intelligible word. Ain't wasn't always looked down upon, though. We can find ain't as it relates to historic forms in the mouths of upper-class characters in literature. For instance, ain't was once historically accepted in the colloquial language of Victorian lords. What I'm trying to tell you is that the thus and the thous and the arts also had some ain'ts in it. Okay, y'all just missed it. You know, the, the, in the old Victorian, in the Queen's language, that was also an acceptable word that was used. But then as we became modernized and some of the, the lower class characters became associated with the word, uh, like some of the works of uh, Charles Dickens and, uh, and some of those who were similar to him in his writings, uh, it became a lower class word. And so in order for us to sound intelligent, we, we, we don't say the word ain't. But I came to tell you that it is still acceptable and in the English language. And so what the Bible tells us, what we talked about last week who the Lord says free is free indeed and once uh, and once you shall know once you know the truth the truth will make you free so what I'm trying to paint this picture for you or this morning is that we have freedom to be, to learn and once we learn we should never turn back and so this morning it just felt good to say to my spirit I ain't going back because Jesus has set me free. And when we look at the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter five, we understand that this is a very, very, very significant point of reference because most of the time, Brother Fairley, when Paul is writing to the churches, he's writing each letter to a specific church. Chris, he's he's writing to one individual church at a time. But this book of Galatians is a little bit interesting. Because in this book of Galatians, he's not writing just to one body of believers. He's not writing to one specific church. Like he wrote the, uh, the book of Romans to the church at Rome. He wrote the Corinthian letter to the church at Corinth. He wrote uh, the church. Uh, 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 he wrote Philippians to the church at Philippi. He wrote uh, Thessalonians to uh, the church at Thessalonica. But when you look at the book of Galatians, this epistle to the Galatian church, he was writing to all of the churches in Galatia because all the churches in this region had one of the same problems brother fairly the churches of Galatia they were they were they were a mixed church and say man for mixed churches uh, they, they were a multicultural demographic they were a multicultural church uh, they were made up of Jews and Gentiles and, and as we build upon the context of this we understand that that Paul is writing to to the to the Galatian churches the the churches of Galatia and he's trying to get them to understand that what he told what Jesus told us that whosoever he says free is free indeed he's trying to get the church at Galatia to understand that you cannot force your traditions and your history on somebody else just because it makes you feel more holy y'all come close because what, what, what Paul is telling them is, is, is you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free I ain't going back to that he says, I'm no longer under the law of, 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 of sin and death. I'm no longer under slavery to sin and to death. And so, and so 
Many theologians, Latrice, will say that this book of Galatians was the first New Testament book to be written. That the book of Galatians was uh, the first New Testament book to be written. And, and because of that, it kind of set a precedence as we look at the church and the church begins to shift. The Bible tell, teaches us this all throughout the book of Romans. The first half of Romans is written to the uh, a Jewish audience. The second half of Romans is, uh, is written to a Gentile audience. And then the last part of the book of Romans is written to a, mo a diverse crowd, a mixed crowd of, of Jews and Gentiles. And so what Paul is trying to get the church at Galatia to understand is that you cannot stay stuck and be free at the same time. Did you hear what I just said? You cannot stay stuck and be free at the same time. So why is it a lot of us in the body of Christ feel stuck? Because we have diminished the power of of God's grace. Y'all follow what I'm saying? We have diminished the power of God's grace. And so we walk around as if we're, we're, we're not free, but yet we tell everybody we're free because we just quote the passage and not believe the passage. All right, y'all not praying with me this morning. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me give you my little Easter speech and get out your way. Listen. The book of Galatians in verse number one, chapter five, the Bible says it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Y'all hear this. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. He didn't set us free for the heck of it. He didn't set us free for the sake of it. He didn't set us free for his health. He set us free for freedom. It's almost like when you're talking to your, your child you, out, you and you tell them to do something and, and Brother Fair, they just stare at you. And, and, and sometimes we say, well, well, I'm not just talking for my health. So the reason Jesus set us free was so that we could experience freedom. Tell your neighbor, I ain't going back. You can try to, to, to usurp your traditions all you like and you can exercise your traditions all you want. But I ain't going back because the Lord has set me free. You can you can observe your traditions over there while we be free over here. Say amen when you can. He says. That it was freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm. And do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Y'all follow what I'm saying? And so what we do is when we become a member of the body of Christ, the blood bought institution that that Jesus created for believers in him so that he could receive us unto himself and, and that he could draw us unto the father. Jesus says that, that if I be lifted up, I'm going to draw all men unto me. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. And so because we are lifting up Jesus, he's continuing to draw people to himself and that is the only way we can get back to God now what happens church when sometimes our traditions become gospel I, I know some folk not gonna like this 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 word 
But what happens when sometimes our traditions become gospel? And we, we force folk out of faith because we don't like how they're exercising their faith. I know I'm not going to get a lot of amens on this word, but it's okay. I might even get a few a few uh, hate emails, but but it's okay. It's, it's true anyhow, because who the Lord says free is free indeed. Beloved boo-boo, you shall know the truth, uh, and the truth shall set you free. I just came today to set somebody free uh, because the power, the word, the power is in the word of God. I, I don't have to do nothing. All I can do is unlock the shackles and then tell you, you walk around and you are now free to roam about the cabin. I, I came to just tell somebody today that you cannot continue to walk around and be a faithful child of God and think that you're still bound in chains and you're going to get somebody else to come out of sin and come out of death with the same rule that you are following still because you're still under the law. Now, Paul is saying, look, verse number two, let me get back in the text. He says, I tell you that if you have yourself circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit to you. Did I testify again to every man who has himself circumcised that he is obligated to keep the whole law? Isn't it funny sometimes how legalistic some of our brethren can be? And, and, and we sometimes pick and choose, Anthony, what we want to follow and what we don't. And, and cause, because we, we don't like this one thing, we will hone in on this one thing and we will make everybody else change this one thing, but we won't change the rest of the stuff that comes with the law. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Now, what I need you to understand is that because we are free does not mean we can do whatever we want to do. Say amen. Because we are free does not mean we can do whatever we want to do. Let me help you this way. Because our fundamental belief of, of, of the values and the culture of freedom comes from a carnal place. It comes from a, a place that, that, that does not represent uh, God's representation of freedom, Christ's representation of freedom. Let me give it to you this way. In Tim Keller's book, it was an author by the name of Tim Keller. He has a book entitled The Reason for God. Keller writes in this, Brother Fairley, that a bird is most free when it submits itself to the laws of nature. Did y'all hear what I just said? A bird is most free when it submits itself to the laws of nature. Let me help you this way. If a bird were trying to live in the water out of a desire for freedom, the bird would eventually die. I'm going to say it again. If a bird were trying to live in water out of desire for freedom and to live however the bird wants to live, the bird would die. In retrospect, if a fish, everybody say a fish, if a fish was trying to live outside of the water because it has freedom to, 
And just because it wants to, and because it has the right to, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I, I, I told y'all I'm going to get too many shouts and too many amens in this word, but it, I don't care because it's still true. And who the Lord says free is free indeed. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. If a fish tries to live outside the water because it wants to, because it's been freed, and it has the freedom to eventually the fish would die because it's not living according to its nature what I came today to tell you beloved is that we live a free life in the, the calling of the nature in which we were designed to live in did you hear what I just said what I'm trying to tell you child of God is you cannot be free when you're living outside of your natural element ah if I'm living outside of what I was designed to live in, ah, if I live outside of what I was designed to live in, then I am a slave to what I do, what does not belong to me. I'm trying to help us get free. Because let me, let me tell you, we, we, we're free-ish. Michelle, we're free-ish because, because sometimes we're trying to live and, and watch this. This ain't this is what I'm about to drop in your spirit, Anthony, and got nothing to do with money. But sometimes, uh, Brother Fairley, sometimes, uh, LaRonda, we live above our means. Oh, God, that's a word all by itself. Sometimes uh, we, we live above uh, our means. Sometimes uh, we live below our means. And I'm not talking about money preach page I'm talking about we live outside of God's design for who we are and when we live outside of our calling you're not free tell your neighbor I'm free but sometimes I act free-ish because, because say amen because say ouch so I, I, I'm free if you, if you online uh, y'all 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 turn to each other in in the in the hybrid assembly say I'm free but sometimes I'm, I'm free-ish because sometimes I live outside my calling. Have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever felt like you've been spinning your wheels in mud? And the harder you spin and the faster you move, the more stuck you become. Oh, God, have, have you felt like you've been wasting time, like you've been sitting in a rocking chair and you all, it's giving you something to do, but baby, it ain't getting you nowhere. When God sets us free, watch it. He sets us free by, blesses, by blessing us with an anointing. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to your spirit like this. You, you, you know how sometimes I, I see you. And when I say sometimes I see you, what I'm saying is sometimes, uh, uh, Doc, I see you when you're singing and you're ministering in song. You go to another place. That's freedom because you're operating in your gift. You're operating in what you were naturally when God created brother uh, Joseph fairly. God created him to minister in song. And what happens is when he starts ministering in song, he's in a place of freedom. You know that thing that you light up with? 
and, and you block out everything else because you are, it, it feels like time just stood still for you because, because you're doing what you were called to do. It's not a burden. Jesus says, come unto me. We don't have to stay stuck in the oppression and, 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 and watch it. When we've been in oppression too long, sometimes depression sets in. Did y'all hear what I just said? When you are oppressed for too long, you will become depressed for longer. When I become oppressed for too long, I will become depressed even longer. So what this means is, is if, if a fish is living out of water, it was not naturally designed to do that. So the fish dies. The ability to live free solely relies and depends on the level of discipline that we will devote to our purpose. Did you hear what I just said? The level of freedom that we will possess is directly a prerequisite of what we allow ourselves to focus on in our calling. Okay, let me try it again a third way, a different time. Whatever we submit to will determine if we are free or enslaved. Ah. We are free moral agents. But true freedom to perform at our highest capacity comes when God is allowed to use us for what he created us for. A lot of people sometimes say, I don't want Christianity because it comes with so many rules. Can, can, I, can, I, can I preach how I feel this morning? Chris, sometimes people say, I, I don't want Christianity. It come, I'm just spiritual. I don't want religion. Religion and Christianity comes with too many rules. So does everything else. You drive a car, it, it comes with rules, but you didn't walk here. Say amen and say ouch. You, 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 know, you know that life comes with rules, but you still living. Uh, Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Why is it that we, we don't desire to please the Lord, but yet we, we desire to please the enemy because the rules, of, of the, the rules and the law of sin and the law and the rules of death does not have an effect on us right now. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It, it's not having a, an effect right now. But it, it, it's, it's, it's like we know what's going to happen. But if it doesn't happen right now, we will continue to, to obey those rules and obey that law. Let me, let me, let me, get, to, let me get back in the text. Let me show you this something in the text real quick. Because becoming undisputably free is finding and living in a way that is true to our nature's function and functioning according to how you were designed, surrendering the appropriate restrictions to become who and what you want to be. Tell your neighbor, I ain't going back. What I'm saying is, beloved, we got to spend some time with God. I'm about to get back in this text. We got to spend some time with God discovering and discerning of who and what he called us to be. Because if 
We don't. I'm going to give it to you practically. Let me let me use me. Let me put myself on a chopping block. For, for years, I experienced a lot of dead ends. For years, I experienced a lot of dead ends. I would I would get into things and I would I would get into into job opportunities and career opportunities and, and things would be great. And then all of a sudden they weren't. And it was another it was a dead end. And then I would get I would change and get into something else and 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 it would be good. It would be great. It would be phenomenal. And then it wasn't. And then I would try something else and it would be good and it would be great. It would be phenomenal. It would be excellent. And then it wasn't. And what I found myself doing was running into dead end after dead end after dead end after dead end and after dead end. And what, what, what I eventually discovered as I sat down one day and I, and I got still one day, brother, fairly what I, what I, what I discovered. And what God revealed to me is that I was running from my calling. I didn't want to preach. Some days I still don't want to. I didn't want a pastor. I wanted to play ball. I wanted to make a lot of money. And I wanted to do it without putting up with other folk attitudes. But what I found myself doing is chasing something outside of my calling. So I was not free indeed. I was free-ish. Are y'all seeing this? Because free-ish means I'm free for the moment. But then, somebody say, but then, I'm going to be snatched right back up. It's like I was, I was the end of a yo-yo. And I would just continually get jerked back up and pushed back down and jerked back up and pushed back down and jerked back up and pushed back down to eventually the string was wearing out. Oh, God. What, what I'm telling you is, is, is if you're feeling stuck in the midst of this series, I want us to get to a place to where we understand that freedom lies in our submission to God's plan. Now, with that comes a new set of rules. Somebody say new rules. But the new rules don't come with a burden. The new rules come with benefits. Tell your neighbor, I ain't going back. So when we look further in this text, let me, get, let me, let me close this out so I can let you go. When we look further into this text, Paul is trying to get them to understand. Watch this. Paul is saying in this first part of his text, he says, if you continue to try to go back to, to, to your traditions and you try to live in your traditions, you might as well just castigate yourself. If y'all if y'all read this entire passage, y'all read this entire entire uh, uh, chapter, you you will see. He, he said you might as well just 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 castigate yourself. You you're good for nothing. The Jews, you're, you're, you, you Judaizers are trying to, 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 to make those Gentile Christians that, that are your brothers and, and, and your sisters fall under the law of circumcision. But he's saying if you're going to keep that law, you got to keep all of it. And if you're going to be guilty of any part of the law, then you just were you worse off than what you thought you were because you ain't even received the law of grace. 
You have yet to receive the law of Christ. You have yet to really take Christ in for what he came for. Verse number one, he said it. Y'all remember he says, for it was freedom that Christ came to set us free. And so Paul's saying, listen, Christ will be of no benefit to you if you continue to try to force your traditions on those whom Christ didn't force it on. He says, if this is you, you have fallen from grace. But let me let me help us understand true freedom. Freedom does not mean that we have nothing to obey. Because we would walk around and, and, and testify that we're free, right? I'm free. I'm not in prison. I'm not in jail, right? I'm free. But I know that there's a certain responsibility that comes with my freedom. I can't just walk up to somebody and punch them in the face. I don't care how good it might feel. I don't care how much they deserve it. I can't do it and stay free. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So, so what I'm trying to help us understand is that, that yes, you can have freedom in Christ Jesus, but we can't live just any kind of way. Yes, we have liberality. Yes, there are things that we can do. And there's some things that we shouldn't do. There's some things that we can't do. Did y'all hear what I just said? There's some things that, that, that we shouldn't do. There's some things that we, sh that we can't do. Right? And there's some things that we, we probably don't need to do. Right? Can I tell you, beloved, that it's a difference between ain't and can't. Somebody get that on the way home. It, it, it's a difference between ain't and can't. It's, it's, it's not that I can't go back. I ain't. Y'all ain't, ain't going to shout right here. It, it's not that I can't go back. I ain't going back. Because sin takes you further than you wanted to go, costs you more than you wanted to spend, and keep you longer than you ever intended to stay. It's not that I can't go back. I ain't going back. Now, I know for some folk, we just live too long. We can't do some stuff that we that we want to do. Amen. So for some people, it, you can't. Not that you ain't. You just can't. But, but for the most part, for the rest of us, I ain't going back. I told, Like I told y'all in the beginning, there's nobody who has rehearsed this more than an ex-offender who's on his third strike. Y'all missed, y'all missed it. There is nothing, there is no, no one who has rehearsed this more than an ex-offender on their third strike. Okay, I'm going to say it on this side. There is nobody, Latrice, who's rehearsed this phrase, I ain't going back, more than an ex-offender who loves his or her freedom and is on their third strike. What I came today to tell somebody is for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I am that ex-offender. I was facing my third strike. Y'all don't know when to shout, but I ain't going back. The devil can't have me no more. He may have used me back then, but you can't have me now. I may come back and visit every now and then. Can we be honest? Sometimes I may knock on the devil's door, but you can't have me. I ain't going back. 
Because who's God, who's Christ set free is free and a freeish. I'm free, free. Y'all don't know what it's out. Uh, uh, Y'all put in the comment section. I'm free, free. I, I, I'm free, free. I, 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 when you say it twice, you know it's for real. I, 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 I'm free, free. Boo, boo. Y'all got it? I, I ain't free-ish. I'm free, free. I'm freer than freecreditreport.com. Amen. I, I, I'm free indeed. Newsflash, you are too. I, I, hope, I hope this, is, I, I know this is not a shouting sermon. But I hope you're learning something because we got to stop walking around forcing traditions on other people and calling it doctrine. We got to stop forcing traditions on everybody and calling it Christianity. Because what you're doing is now you're forcing your calling on somebody else and it becomes your calling and not theirs. That's why Jesus prayed for unity, not uniformity. Uh, y'all, 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 y'all look at me. Jesus prayed for unity, not uniformity. That's, that does. Can you can you imagine how boring this world would, would be if everybody looked like you? I mean, I'm not calling y'all ugly. Most of y'all, uh, praise Jesus. You you were uniquely and wonderfully made with your bad and bougie self. What I'm saying is, if everybody looked like me, there would be no fun because there would be no diversity. I would be, watch me, I would be forced to deal with myself everywhere I turn. But when you have spent time dealing with yourself and healing within yourself and learning and growing so that you know who you are, you don't keep having to look at yourself. You want to experience something else where when you go here, when you go there, you want to meet people over here and you want to have a different experience than you have when you're by yourself. So why is it that we want everybody to fit into this cookie cutter type of faith and when I'm talking about faith I'm not talking about your I'm not talking about faith as a as a belief construct in, in, in Christ Jesus I'm talking about a faith in your personal daily walk the things that God has called you to y'all alright I'm almost through so Paul is saying to the church of Galatia y'all gotta y'all gotta come correct Tell, tell, high five somebody and say, come correct. Come correct. High five yourself and say, come correct. Amen. Come correct. Come correct. Come correct. He, he's saying, y'all got to come correct because what you're doing is you are now justifying the law and we've been snatched from the law and now we're, we're no longer under the law of sin and death. We're under the law of grace. But just because we're under the law of grace, now we have to operate under a different set of universal laws meaning we're free we're free to fry we can we can fly you know i i, I believe i can fly I, I believe i can touch the sky amen i i i think about it every night and day I, I, amen i i spread my wings when well, i don't spread my wings 
I just get on the airplane. Right? Because I cannot defy the laws of gravity. I don't care how free I am. So what I'm trying to get us to understand, and I'm through, because I've driven it home enough. I'm trying to get us to understand is that, yes, you have freedom in Christ Jesus, but freedom does not give us a license to live any kind of way. Neither does it give us a license to operate outside of our gift, our anointing, our purpose, or our calling. Y'all all right? All right. So Paul is saying, I want us to be free. And I want you to remember that Christ set us free. Verse number four, you have been severed from Christ. And and so here's my last point. We're going to either be severed from Christ or severed from tradition. Did y'all hear what I just said? We can choose to be severed from Christ or severed from tradition. But we cannot. We cannot do both. Now, don't hear me. Don't hear me. Don't hear me. Those who are comfortable with tradition. I'm not saying that all tradition is bad tradition. What I'm trying to tell you is that just make sure that you identify them as a tradition and not as gospel. Not as doctrine, not as you going to hell if you ain't got a tie on. Okay. Y'all don't like this. I'm going to get some letters on that one. Uh, you, you, you going to hell if you don't sing out the songbook. Yeah. You, you going to hell if, if you got a praise team. You going to hell if if you got women leadership. Listen, what I'm saying is, let God be God and let every man be a man. We live subject to God and truth is the standard that sets us free. First number six, he says, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything but faith. Here it is working through love. That means love covers everything. You are running well who hindered you from obeying the truth. This persuasion did not come from him who calls you a little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. I have confidence in you in the Lord that you will adopt no other view but the one who is disturbing you. You will bear the punishment, whoever he is. But as for me, brothers and sisters, if I still preach circumcision, why am I persecuted? Then the stumbling block of the cross has been eliminated. I wish those, watch it, watch me, verse number 12, I wish those who are troubling you would emasculate themselves. He says, watch it. Y'all are making such a fuss about circumcision. He says, I wish you would just all cut it off. Y'all, y'all know what I'm, y'all, y'all understand what this means. Paul is saying, I wish you would just all chop it off and we ain't got to worry about it no more. Cause, cause you, you, y'all walking around with feminine energy anyway. Say amen or say ouch. Y'all, y'all walking around like some, like some queens anyway. So, <laughs> okay, let me close this before I get in trouble. He, 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 he's, it's in the text. Y'all read verse 12. Uh, put, put verse 12 on the screen. Put verse 12 up. Uh, Galatians 5 verse 12. Y'all, y'all read this text. Y'all got to understand what I'm saying. We are 
sometimes operating in energy that's not assigned to us. And Paul is saying, if this becomes, if this becomes the thing that divides us, I'd rather for the, the playing field to just be leveled. He's saying, I wish that those who are troubling you will mutilate themselves. Somebody say, ouch. <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> children, recover your ears. Some stuff you just need to chop off. Say amen. Some stuff, some stuff we just gotta, we, we just gotta, we just gotta cut it off. I'm, I'm still in the text. Say amen. Whatever's hindering us from freedom, we need to cut it off. Amen. Y'all all right? I mean, I can't, I can't make it no plainer than that. I, I just got off the road, so I, I apologize if I didn't give you a good word this morning, but I, 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 that's what the Spirit gave to me, and you got it. You get it? Good. It's the altar call. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. You can take it off the screen now. You ain't got to leave it up that long. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. It's the altar call. We want you to be coming to Jesus right now in the parting of your sins. If you have never named the name Jesus, confessed him to be your Lord and Savior, you can do that right now through repentance, confession, and prayer. If you are a member of the body of Christ through repentance, confession, and prayer, God will bring you back and, and or he will He will cover your sins. He won't just bring you back because you ain't go nowhere. He He set you free. There is now no condemnation to them that who are in Christ Jesus. But when we repent and we confess, God continues to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness and if you are not a member of the body of christ if jesus is not your first love uh you need to you need to find your way home and you need to come to jesus because i ain't going back uh and here here let me help let me help somebody who's contemplating who's on the verge of it fairly you can kind of go ahead a little bit but those who's contemplating you got that tug in your spirit but you saying look i'm just not ready yet listen if you tried everything else and fail Try Jesus. If you don't like Jesus, the devil will take you back. Say amen. What do you have to lose but your soul? And if you lose your soul, you've lost everything. Will you come to Jesus right now? I ain't going back. I ain't going back. I ain't going back. I ain't going back. Come on, it's prayer time. Lord, please forgive me, Lord. I admit that I done wrong. Well, just like the prodigal son, I am on my way back home. I'm down on my bending knees. Asking you to say this soul of mine. Lord, please forgive me, Jesus. And try me one more time. Lord, please forgive me, Lord. I admit that I done wrong. Come on, it's prayer time. Just like the prodigal I am on my way back home. I'm down on my bending knees. Asking you to save this soul of mine. Lord, please forgive me, Jesus. 
And try me one more time Lord, please forgive me, Jesus And try me one more time I've sinned Come on, it's prayer time to Lord, I admit that I've done wrong Well, just like the prodigal son I am on my way back home I'm down on my bed Asking, asking you to save this soul of mine Lord, please forgive me, Jesus And try me one more time Come on, it's prayer time Father God, in the name of Jesus We've seen and we've done wrong Realizing, God, that sometimes we're just like the prodigal son but we've come back home to this moment now to realize that we need you in the pardoning of our sins. God, somebody right now has been struggling with feeling stuck and feeling with their own freedom right now because we've minimized the power of your grace. God, we love you now. We praise you. We thank you for giving us this day our daily prayer. God, we ask you now that you will continue to walk with us hand in hand along the way each and every day, forever keeping us in the hollow of your hand. God, every time that we failed you, we, we're sorry that we misrepresented you and your love for us. Somebody right now is hurting in a in a bad way, Father God. Somebody right now is dealing with, with the pain of addiction. Somebody right now is dealing with the pain of sickness, sorrow, death, and even woe. We pray for freedom right now. We pray for healing. We pray uh, for grace, mercy, and deliverance. God, we pray now even for those who are mourning. We know that loss happens most often unexpectedly. We know that, God, you are near to the brokenhearted. And we need your healing over our hearts and our amending over our spirits right now in Jesus' name. Father, right now we partner in fellowship with praying for the family of C. Ashley Brown. God, we pray for comfort over this family, over the loss of this, this sweet angel. God, we just pray for the, the life of all of those whom she impacted, God. And we just ask you now that her life and her legacy will have meaning by the lives that we live in her memory. God, we pray for her husband. God, not only just this family, but all of those who are experiencing the same season today. God, we ask for blessing and comfort over them. Father, we continue to live with all of those who ask for prayer this week on our prayer call. We continue to pray for Keyshad. God, we continue to ask you to bless this young man. Father, we pray that you will continue to, to keep him safe and, and deliver him from even the things that are taunting him, Father, and, and plaguing his spirit, God. God, we ask for traveling grace for Sister Tina, Father. She's currently traveling back to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
Father, and all of those who are on the dangerous highways and byways, even as we leave out of this place, but never out of your presence, that as we travel home too, Father God, that your mercy and grace will be given to us in the same portion. God, and when you hear this prayer, when you do these things, we'll forever be careful to give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. Now, Father, as we leave out of this place, give us the opportunity to serve others that we may meet along life's way. That, Father, you will give us the strength, the power, the love, the compassion, and the spirit to minister to them the ways that you have ministered to us. That we will share the glorious good news of the gospel. That someone will say, what must I do to be saved? God, we love your heads now and forevermore. Now may we have a sweet fellowship and sweet communion with you and the Holy Spirit that we will abide, you will abide, rule and reign over us all the days of our lives. Now as we leave out of this place, bring us back without the hurt or loss of one. We realize, God, that you are God who sits high and still blesses us down low. Hear our cry now and please do not pass us by. In Jesus' name we pray that my father's children say amen. Please forgive me, Jesus, and try me one more time. Sin against you, Jesus. I admit that I've done wrong, Lord. I've just like the prodigal son. I am on my way back home. I'm down on bending knees, begging you to save this soul of mine, Lord. Please forgive me, Jesus. And try me one more time. Come on, y'all shout hallelujah. Y'all give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Uh, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Amen. We're just so thankful to God that he's blessed us uh, in his word even on this morning. Uh, go ahead and stand to your feet. 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 Come on, let the church say amen. Amen, say amen, say amen, say amen. They agree with God, move with God, end with God, and never deny God access to your life. Agree with God, move with God, end with God, and never deny God access to your life. Raise that hand right where you are. We now commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. May the devil chase you every day of your life and may he never be fast enough to catch you. Now may God make you fast enough that the enemy cannot catch you strong enough to overcome everything and wise enough to not fall for everything. And through the grace of God, may he elevate you to new in Jesus name. Amen. We'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place, same grace, in the same space. Have a great week, everybody. Remember, I love you. New Heights loves you and God loves you. There's nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do about it. Peace. We out.